Hey everyone, um, it is a real privilege for me to be able to uh, sit here having a conversation with Jesse. Uh, really glad to be able to introduce Jesse to you. Most of you will know Jesse, um, but maybe for some of you that are watching, listening in here, uh, you don't know Jesse. So I'm, we're just going to go straight at this. Um, I'm just going to ask Jesse to introduce himself, let us. Um, let us know a wee bit of who he is, maybe what makes him tick, and then there's a few questions that I'd love to ask Jesse um, that, uh, that just just to do with the last two or three months. So, um, Jesse, thank you for doing this. Um, why don't you introduce yourself to everyone? I'm Jesse, and I am husband to Anastasia and father to wee Lily, who's turning one. Um, I am a coffee lover i probably bleed it it's probably in my blood if you haven't noticed or figured out already um and loki i love sushi very good uh tell us i know it could we could take long talking about your story but just tell us a wee bit about uh your background a wee bit of mm -hmm. your just a wee bit short testimony of like how you've gotten to where you are now well, I don't know. If, right I don't know if you can do short, but um, so a bit about my story. I, I did. I grew up in church. Uh, I grew up going to church. Um, and got to see some amazing things around me and through my parents. But they were still, obviously, knowing just growing up as a teenager, knowing that there was something missing inside. And uh, when I was fourteen, I just felt like there was something missing, and that thing that was Jesus. And um, from that moment on, you know, that was kind of the turning point where everything was like, right, you know, it's either 100% for him or or am I just going to kind of keep doing this back and forth thing? So from the time I was 14, um, just been living my life for Jesus and seeing what it would look like to give a, give him 100% of who I am. Um, so that's a bit of... Yeah, bit more about me, yeah. Wonderful, yeah. I love that, Jesse. Um, because that, like, that's true. Like, you're not like it's it's sometimes really easy to say that. Um, but because I know you and I've been about you long enough, I know that that's true. Like that is, uh, you're living your life. You're seeking the how much more can I give Jesus? How much more can I lay down for the sake of following Him? And so, um, it's incredibly contagious. And so that's one of the one of the main reasons why I wanted to be able to have this conversation with you and be able to. Uh, see if there's a way that we can encourage and challenge people that are listening that are part of our church family just with what's been going on with you um, and so really just two or three quick questions uh, first one being um, quite general but uh, as I've already said before I said it as we had the conversation with Nigel last week um, what is it what is it over the last two or three months that you've maybe found difficult we'll start with the bad news first what is it that you found <laughs> challenging what is it that you've maybe found discouraging? What has been those uh, the difficult um, difficult things about lockdown or about this period of time mm. that we've been living through? I suppose at the beginning of lockdown already, I was in a bit of transition in work anyway. Um, so there was a lot of unknowns still really going on when, when COVID really started. Um, and that didn't help it any. Uh, there was just even more unknowns when it started, as with, I'm sure, many people. But it was uh, difficulty-wise, um, I guess remaining true to to remembering who's in charge, really, of my life. And 
and that, that how am I going to handle those frustrations of not knowing what's coming or not knowing even what's coming work-wise or financially um, even to this day mm. um, but but I, I suppose that's one of the bigger challenges um, besides I'm is people would get to know me I'm not really that big into I don't really you know lose it you know what I mean like, I don't really tend to lose it but um, but it's one of those things that's really it really did challenge me it really did like I could I even say challenge but probably more than that it just really it was one of the things I really had to work on um, at least mentally um, how am I going to deal with it and how am I going to lead my family through it as well there's, there's a line this idea that I've read at the beginning I heard someone talk about how we've we've had this illusion of control like we think that for, for people within the church people outside the church we have this illusion that we are in control and we have a moment like COVID-19 that actually we realise we we aren't in as much control as we thought we were and uh, and so that idea of like as as we've talked about right at the beginning i hear a wee bit and what you're saying is like where where is where is our trust like where is our trust truly it's really easy to say that like i'm trusting in the lord i'm trusting in jesus but that's when when things are in control when we've got a handle on things mm -hmm. whenever things are out of control there's this mo the period of transition or wh whatever it is that we're going through it's those times you're like where does my trust lie it's those moments where like our fully exposes where our treasure is it fully exposes whether we're seeking first the kingdom or not and so uh so i know that that's been the challenge for you and again just to say i think we're you're you're living that out you're living that out really well so the 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 positive side of that what has been what have you found what has encouraged you what has kept you going what has been the things that you've mm. um most enjoyed maybe about this period mm. of time if it's something that's interesting that I've found through the whole season, I, I don't know if it's maybe just me or if other people have like felt this, but there's been something of, um, there's been something more of, of grace and peace and like, like a joy through it all that God has almost poured out. I feel like to some degree, I don't know if it's just me or if it's, there's other people maybe, but despite all the difficulties like despite all the questions there's almost been this time and in, in just this knowing that that god was there you know like it, it, yeah it's all going around in your mind you're going mental about it and you know you're almost going crazy but there's this time where where when you when i've when i've stopped and i've really like took a step back and reflected and said you know what God, what, what do you want to do in this season? There's just been this extra outpouring of something, f like really, really. I don't even know how to describe it. Just like, just real peace, real peace, and knowing, um, you know what, everything's going to be okay. You know what, everything will, will change over time, hopefully. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like it's just, it's been really incredible. So that's been one of the things, and then another thing that. Um, even me and Anastasia, like at the very beginning of the whole lockdown, there's something we put up on our wall and it was about seeking first the kingdom and everything will be, you know, added unto you. And, and 
there's been something that we've been trying and attempting and like just going at and saying, you know what, God, no matter what happens, we do trust you and we're going to seek you first in whatever happens. And, and you know what, if, if everything goes really well doing that, that's great. And if everything goes really poorly doing that, you know what, I, we have Jesus and, and ultimately what could be better than that, you know? So, so that's kind of something. So good to hear that, Jesse. Um, do you think has there been anything that you've done differently, like like just to just to keep on that sort of experience? Maybe it'd be maybe it's just came, but is there like mm-hmm. is there anything that you feel like you've done differently? Is there any rhythms that you've established? Is there any disciplines that you've uh, like you've practiced that has that has got you to that place? I can't really say there's anything I've maybe added or or changed or shifted or but I have had more of a conscious thought toward um, making an effort at not allowing difficulty to overcome what Jesus is doing or wanting to do in our life and not allowing what seems so big and so uh, scary in front of us to to overcome and like to take over and let that to be controlling. I can actually tell a story. Um, I don't even know if it's on along, along the same lines, but I can tell a story. There was a time even toward the end of COVID where, where I was working in one of these coffee vans and I, you know, I was just working. There was about a dead time and you, things that you normally wouldn't even do let you start to think and you, you start to go, Oh man, like, like, Am, am I running down the wrong hole here? Am I running the wrong direction here? And, you know, your mind just goes nuts. And and there was just this moment that I just, I had to grab it. You know, you just have to, I had to grab it and say enough, you know? And then, because sometimes we, we we do that in our own heads and and then you take that, you throw it aside for a second and like, I don't know why we do this, but I do it. I, you know, then you bring Jesus in the picture and then all of a sudden everything seems to be better. And you wonder, why didn't you do that in the first place, Jesse? You know, like, why didn't you just go into the day knowing that and go into the day thinking that? Um, or allowing him to have first thought and first priority um, over situations. Um, so I've been really conscious over the, of that over over the last even couple of weeks, even up to now, to be honest, and just really trying to be conscious of that because I certainly have got to the point where I don't think I can do it on my own. I feel, I don't know, I don't know if that's obvious. I mean, I'm sure everyone probably gets to that point really quickly, but I've only gotten to it now. Uh, I really cannot do it. Like, I really can't. Uh, under my own power, under my own strength, under anything I can do, it's just not going to be good enough, yeah. you know, like even spiritually, maybe I try to muster up something or, you know, like it's just not going to be good enough. The The only thing is going to be Jesus. Yeah. And the only thing is going to be like through the Holy Spirit. And that's something even now that I'm coming into and trying to learn and put into practice. Yeah. I, I think that's really, I think it's really good. I, I, I relate, I relate to some of that from from the point of view that I think for so so often our patterns, my pattern anyway, and rhythm has been do do our morning quiet time, we'll pray for our day, and then we'll we'll take the reins. It's almost like then I'll take the reins and I'll go and 
I'll go and complete my day on my own. It feels like, right, well, I'll start my day off with Jesus. I'll go and do whatever mm-hmm. it is that I've got to do. And then I'll come back and I'll, and I'll pray and I'll read again at night. Mm-hmm. But this idea of trying to like have those moments throughout the day where you're just stopping, you're just being still, whether it's in the coffee cart or whether, wherever it is, that you have those moments, like you get into the rhythm of just throughout the day, whether it's at 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, where, where, whatever, that you're, that you're pausing to say, Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, I mm. need you. What, like, as I'm entering into conversation, as I'm entering into the shop, as I'm entering into whatever it is, like, God, I need you. And just to keep on practicing, as Brother Lawrence famously authored this book, Practicing the Presence of God, and just like trying his best to live in that place of being as aware as often as he possibly could of the presence of, of Jesus. Uh, and so I've been challenged by that. I've been challenged by that because I that just needs to be a, a like an ongoing pattern of my the twenty four hours that I've got. And so to hear you say that that actually has been your experience at different moments, I think it's it's really cool. Um. So moving on a wee bit, um, I suppose it's probably a wee bit more big picture, uh. Personally, if there's a challenge, if there's a lesson you feel like you've learned, or maybe you haven't even learned it yet, but you feel like there's a lesson that the Lord is 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 teaching you through these these times that you would maybe want to share with us. Hmm. I think if there would be a lesson, it would probably be something I have maybe haven't learned it yet <laughs> maybe I'm yeah, still I'm still ongoing learning yeah. I feel like um but I feel like it, it is really been to to consciously put away to try to c- continue to consciously put away those things you know like to put away those moments of you know doubt even maybe myself or to put away those thoughts that I say, well, you know, like, oh, you know, where am I at? Like, what am I doing? But no, I, I really do believe that God has a plan there, you know. And but but all these times, these thoughts will creep in, and you know, and I feel like that's something that I've really been trying to push at. And this time, in as a whole, in a way, has been really great for learning that, because I could either, you know, lose to it or allow Jesus to teach me through it, and. He, he, even in moments of challenge, even in those moments, and I have to, I just feel like I have to keep on going with that. Like, I haven't quite got to that place where I want, where I feel like I've arrived, but, but like, I feel like I'm on the way, you know, like, and I'm still ongoing and learning that. Um, but as far as like an actual one simple lesson that I think I've got hammered down and I've learned it, I don't think so. And, I, and, I, and actually, just hearing you answer that. I probably want to revisit even that question. Like, what lesson have you learned? The reality is that we're we're, we're always learning. First, I think that's yeah. well, that's the posture that we want to take. We want to take the posture of continually, continually learning. And I know that is your posture, because reality is, uh, we've we've quoted this verse many times. Romans twelve. We're being transformed into His likeness. Uh, I think as Paul then writes in First Corinthians, like from. From glory to glory, we're being transformed into the likeness of Jesus. It's, it's this ongoing 
transformation is this ongoing learning and as you've mm. said like we'll never arrive we'll never mm. fully arrive it's just this like continually learning um and growing into his likeness uh i would really love last i think last question um what is do you think that there is something that the lord is wanting his church to learn is there a lesson that he is teaching the church so for me it's really important that actually we're here and for me I've, I've already said it, I said it last week to Nigel I one of the things I'd love to see coming coming out of lockdown whenever that is or whatever that looks like is this idea of like everyone everyone is gifted everyone has been entrusted with something and so everybody I think has something to say when it comes to the life of the church uh, and so and so I'm asking I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you if, there, if you think there's anything that the Lord is maybe teaching the church is there something that the church needs to pay attention to in, in this season that you've sensed maybe? I, I really feel like if there's something that God really wants even though there's probably many things that he's teaching people in different situations for different reasons I, I don't I think it would have to be how to be a really good neighbor um not just to the people next door, right? But just to the people around you. Like, even through this whole season, I feel like there's been there's been a priority on making sure your neighbor's okay, mm-hmm. right? There's been this priority to, you know, how are they doing next door? Or how, how's that, how are they getting on? Or, you, you know, that kind of thing. And so I, f- I feel like if there's something we can we can really take out of it, or at least one thing that I feel like God could be speaking is is how to be a really good neighbor. Like a really good neighbor could look like just a phone call. And in fact, there's many times where people even phone me and Anastasia just to check on how we're doing. And like, we, I mean, we're not particularly what we would seem, we don't feel like we're t- particularly at risk, you know, like, but people are still calling us and checking on us. And I mean, just imagine those people that we we did get the call who didn't have any of that, you know. Like, like there's gotta be there's gotta be this this thing in us that starts to go, oh man, like who is our neighbor and how can we reach further to farther away neighbors who are more isolated than ever before? Yeah. Um, I know that's something that God's challenged me with. Another maybe another thing that God's challenged me with over COVID is how to be like a better neighbor. Um, because I think we can all get better at it, like, but, uh, yeah. but it, it's good. Yeah, and uh, I've I think I've referenced uh, Neville speaking about the Good Samaritan several times that uh, David's got pretty upset about it. Um, but but that like I find that like what Neville was talking around the Good Samaritan, that had a whole idea of who is my neighbor. I did feel it was a challenge personally, but I did feel it was a challenge for us. Um, as a church, not just Grace Community Church, but the church as a whole. Um, and so it's great to hear that that's, that's what the Lord's challenging you with. Uh, I, I suppose it's putting you on the spot a wee bit. Is there, like, is there anything sort of practically you think that that would begin to look like? Is there any s- small things that you've done or you think that would be really helpful for people who yeah. are being challenged by that maybe right now? Like how, how is it that we'd be re- a really good neighbour? Is there any like thoughts that you have that you would practical ways yeah, yeah. Uh, you probably have to talk to Ronnie about practical things uh, <laughs> he's very good at them um, no like I just think we need to take our imagination to the next level of what we can do like 
just we, we all know those things that we can do like we all we all know them like like what it would look like to be Jesus or be the good neighbor to those people around us right we all I think we all kind of have an inkling or a notion but be creative like don't just think inside the box like it doesn't matter what it looks like like I don't know you could pull up a Tesco and buy someone's groceries I don't know like whatever it takes whatever you have to do like drive drive to someone's house socially distant and like randomly show up and just like bring them a cake or something I don't like you know stuff stuff that just like lets them know that they're being thought about and cared about like think weird think creatively like like the stuff that almost shocks people yeah. is even better but just show them they're loved like think outside the box and don't get stuck in a rut like it has to be just this way this way and this way um i think that's that's brilliant i love that jesse uh, it's really helpful uh, i think there's a lot for us to be challenged by in that i'd love that we would uh, continue to pick up that conversation that others would pick up that conversation uh as we move on and ask ourselves those those questions um Really grateful. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, I'd love it if you would pray for us. Pray for us as a church family, but pray for us as a community and, and pray for uh, just the church sure. in general or whatever, whoever else that you want sure. to pray for. Please, that would be great. Thanks, sure. Jesse. Mm -hmm. Father, thank you for your heart that you that you give us so lovingly. Holy Spirit, thank you for coming and, and being a friend. For leading us on into our communities. And for loving our communities so well. Before we even get a chance to. Jesus, thank you for dying for us, for for paying the ultimate sacrifice for us. God, I ask us, ask that you help us as a church to be good neighbors, to love our community, to be creative with the ways we do it so that we can give you glory. Because Jesus, we don't want to do it for us, but we just want to do it for you. Because it's really about you. It's really not about us. It's really not. Jesus, we pray for our community. We pray for the people around us who need you. Who need to feel a touch from you. Who need your, your Holy Spirit to touch them. To give them a big old hug. And Holy Spirit, we... We ask you to go in front of us, to be our guide and to lead us. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Super. Thank you, Jesse. No problem. Uh, thanks, everyone, for being with us today. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Uh, and we'll talk again soon. Bless you.